0: Hi guys, I'm Lily Pebbles. I'm Anna Newton and welcome to our podcast At Home With. We've just come from the home of Liz Earle. It was amazing. It was kind of her home slash London studio, a bit of everything where she based her team, but also where she lives when she's in London.
1: I didn't really know what to expect, but I was blown away with she's turned such a small
0: space into like it does everything it does absolutely everything and she talked us through all of the rooms we basically did like a little studio tour which was so cool and we discussed so many topics in this podcast i literally want her to be my
1: life coach yeah
0: (laughs) she would make a really good life coach she'd talk about well-being about healthy eating about her family about her business about beauty we talked to her
1: about starting lizelle beauty and how she's recently left and what's what's in it for the future
0: it's so incredible. You'll be very relaxed. You'll feel like you just want to go and fill your fridge with like, healthy foods after listening to this. If you
1: guys <laughs> want to see photos of her space, we took some photos as we went along. So listen on the ACAST app or on the ACAST website and you can see some images that we took. Including a very cute picture of her dog. So <laughs> check that out and we hope you enjoy
0: At Home With Lizelle. <laughs> So, we are here with Lizelle. Thank you so much, Liz. You're for having so welcome. Us.
2: It's lovely We're to have you here. are in
0: your London home slash studio mm-hmm. slash a bit of everything. Sometimes you live here, sometimes you live in the countryside. Yeah, on my farm. Yep. Very nice. And introducing you is so hard because <laughs> you are I'm a bit sorry. of everything. Yeah. You're an entrepreneur, you're an author, you're a TV presenter, basically, just like a beauty wellness extraordinaire. I
2: feel like (laughs) like you
1: literally do everything and you do it all so well. How would you describe
2: yourself? Well mm, it's hard isn't it? It, it, It's hard I don't even feel I work really because I do what I love so I just feel really fortunate. Um, Yes I write lots of books and I started life as a journalist and researching and writing is my passion then moved into TV which I now have gone back to and I love that too. Obviously had an amazing journey with the beauty company, um, which is probably what, you know, it kind of overtook me in a way because people now know me more for that than for my original career. Um, but I'm a, a farmer, so I do a lot with the word of um, sustainable food. I run a charity and I just love researching, writing. I guess bottom line is I'm a communicator. You know, I love finding stories, researching them and whether it's being written about in a magazine or a book or a podcast or a broadcast or whatever it, it's it's getting that helpful information across in, in an easy, accessible way. That's what I really
1: love. I think communicator is a really good way of describing because we met you about a year ago, I think, at the yeah. Lizelle mm. Beauty event. Mm. And we both left and like phoned our mum straight away. <laughs> like, oh my yeah. God, is she was amazing. We got onto all kinds of... We were talking about farming, breastfeeding, yeah. like literally, right. <laughs> yes. I don't know how we got onto all these <laughs> subjects, but it was a really great dinner. So, But we, they're
2: all related, aren't they? That's the thing. It's yeah. all about how to live well how to look well, how to feel well, yeah. how to eat well, how to be well. And, um, you know, kind of my, our, ma- our mantra here in the studios is, is a bit of look good, feel good, do some good along the way. And that's that's kind of how we live here. And I, I love it. I love, you know, I live and work here. And I think I've always basically worked from home and because it is me, you know, there, there's no separation. When I go out the door, I'm I'm not going to work. I'm just doing what I do. And, and that is just life, generally. And yeah. I think, you know, all of us, I'm sure you must find that too, and a lot of listeners as well will, you know, if they have their own businesses or they're doing their own thing, find that that work-life balance these days does tend to merge a bit, doesn't it?
0: Mm. Definitely. We would love to talk about that later on. But mm. just to set the scene, you're crazy passionate about wellness and well-being to the point where we're actually drinking a green juice now (laughs) that Liz made made for us which is very nice you've made us energy balls we've had homemade
2: apple crisps apple crisps are great because they're just so easy you just sort of mandolin or thinly slice an apple sprinkle it with some cinnamon which is very good for your gut and then just bake it till it's crisp So, you know, I've got five children. So over the years, I've had to find strategies to get them eating healthy (laughs) snacks and trying to keep it slightly low sugar. And and it's just a fun, easy thing to snack on when you want something crunchy.
1: They are delicious. (laughs) I don't know what I was expecting from this place when I knew we were coming to your studio, but we were told it's kind of like your London home. Mm. But this is like the most incredible apartment I've ever been in.
0: It's yeah, there's sort of a downstairs and then like a maisonette kind of level, but we're currently in what I'm guessing is your living space. Yeah, right this is
2: so basically I bought two old Victorian studios. So they've got a lot of light because they were built mm. for artists, really for portrait painters. So we've got a big, big ceiling windows and big skylights and then little hooped arched windows because of the Victorian decor with the original shutters that close wow. off uh, Amazing. and when we look out onto a little garden it's like a little secret garden tucked away um, in the centre of London which is an amazing thing because it's very quiet you know which yeah, is also very what we need here to have, have quietness when we're filming and the whole place is painted white so that we can strip it all back all the furniture moves so we've got you know a rug on the floor and we've got little like sort of grey velvet sofa and little chairs here but these just push back so if we're doing food shoots for my magazine, everything. Is stripped away and all the trestle tables come out and all the, you know, the home ec and all the food stylists come in and start chopping up veggies. And then we've got a working kitchen next door in Studio 3. Um, and everything moves. So again, we've got portable units that go flat back against the wall um, and there's a, a sink that isn't actually connected because we use it for filming. So please don't pour anything down <laughs> it. That's <why> I it will <laughs> end up on the <laughs> floor. <laughs> um, and so it's one of those... It, it's a bit like a TARDIS because you come into this very small space. But because I put in a mezzanine floor, we have got the upstairs. Mm. Um, and I'll show you. I'll take you sort of around some of the, the, the secret bits. Mm. And it's, it's, you know, it's small but perfectly formed and, and just neat and lots of books everywhere. Um, because I keep, I mean, not only my own books, but a lot of research and reference materials, and we keep lots of tear sheets and ideas and pin them up on the walls. The, the walls are painted white, but they're painted with magnetic paint. So if we have a brainstorming session, we can just pin up with magnets or tear sheets from the magazine so that we just... Oh, my gosh. That's thing. <laughs> magnetic genius. paint. That's magnetic thing. paint. Yeah, <laughs> who knew? So, yeah, well. you can cover that wall there with with um, ideas and pictures and inspiration. And when we're laying out the magazine, we lay it out, the whole flat plan just goes up on the wall so that you can see it page by page and move things around if things don't look as if they're in the right order.
0: Wow. wow! I mean, normally we always say like, "Please, can we move in with our guests?" But now <laughs> I'm like, "I want to move in with you, and I want to work <laughs> with I you." Wanna wor- <laughs> I want to <laughs> work home. you. are so welcome. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of work, we would love to go see your workspace because you Great. said you kind of yeah. have a top secret little. Okay, area. so I'm going to take
2: you to an area where I don't normally let anybody. So <gasps> it's it's just us. You're going to get the backstage pass. So we're going to walk through um, the little kitchen, bits and. The mini kitchen. and So through into, um, this is the main studio really where we we work and we have a big table going on so this is, um, we're recording this on a Wednesday so we like to have a well-being Wednesday when our team come and we all have lunch together so we've got Emma who's our food editor and Bethany who's doing styling, Lily doing digital, (laughs) Kerry who's the magazine (laughs) editor, all sat around the table and then on the wall here we have shelves with archives so these are all the copies of our magazine as it's produced so it goes back from the first digital editions a couple of years ago right up to the new summer one and then below that all the books so the first book i ever wrote was called vital oils and that was 27 years ago and i know that because i delivered the manuscript the day i went into labor with lily so wow <laughs> working up to the last minute <laughs> she is literally my kind of timeline <laughs> marker and then save your skin eat yourself beautiful lots of books on juicing lots of books on skin skincare and then the more recent ones, uh, Skin, which was, came out last year, and then The Good Gut Guide, which is the new one.
1: Because you've written over 30 books. We were just saying a lot of them are the... the yeah,
2: 35. So Good 35. Gut Guide was 35, but they, they weren't all big. I mean, those you can see are quite big there. But if you come over to this little bookshelf here um, in the kitchen, I did a whole series in the um, sort of late 80s called Lizelle's Quick Guides. And there are 24 of these little mini guides So, from everything, from evening primrose oil to beating PMS, dry skin and eczema, food allergies, baby and toddler food, baby and toddler food—you know, these were things that were very relevant to me Mm. because I was having a young family. So, you know, whenever I was, I was always writing about a situation that was relevant to me. So I ha- used to have very bad eczema. So you know, I wrote a lot about dry skin and eczema. Um, when I was pregnant, I wrote healthy pregnancy. Um, I'm now actually working on a book f- on the menopause for next year. So you know, kind of <laughs> all these the whole lifespan. So this is you can see there's a keypad on the door. So we're normally locked. Oh wow, this is. So I'm really going really to. You really <laughs> are genuinely wow. coming into uh, up the stairs here, and this is definitely a secret. <laughs> Here, we've got two more people working <laughs> up here. This is Saoirse and Hannah. Hi.
1: So, Hi. so this is the office part. So this
2: is the office bit. So I, I put this in into the studios and basically it's a long line of desks and we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine monitors and screens. Um, so everyone's working, writing. So we have a small editorial team. Uh, this is where all our digital comms happen. Um, we do editing for our YouTube and all of those bits and pieces, and everyone's just up here tapping away. It's um, amazing. I you,
0: never would have known this. And you wouldn't here. have known. Yeah. So exactly. So when we're
2: downstairs working in the kitchen or doing a shoot or something like that, you can in fact, you can lean over and see everybody. You've managed to down fit there. so much in this small space. I mean, how many? We are how many in the studio today? We are four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And it's a very small space, but we're doesn't all... It doesn't feel like that y- at all. You yeah. just feel that you've got space and air. And then actually tucked in there, we're actually we use this as our wrapping and packing cupboard for sending out books and magazines, but it is actually a little old Victorian bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we've turned it into a wrapping station by putting a piece of wood over the bath and using this as our dispatch table. I love this.
0: <laughs> you've built up so much over the years, but really, where did it all start?
2: Well, it kind of started on on a kitchen table um, (laughs) because it started with me writing, you know, writing books, working in the magazine world. I used to work for a magazine called Woman's Journal. That was my first job in in publishing um, as a junior, junior beauty writer. And that was at a time when health and beauty were being linked together for the first time. Mm. And the magazines up until then, it was all about knitting patterns and (laughs) in you know, a gardening and um and, and there was a bit of beauty and then the health became really a big part of what a magazine! What readers wanted to know about, and they didn't really have any health writers. So the beauty team were often told, you know, go and interview these, you know, new people called nutritionists and <laughs> uh, and uh, people, you know, talking about complementary therapies, whatever they are. And so, because I was the junior, I was kind of dispatched to go out and interview people and find out about these new things, these <laughs> new therapies. So, and it, it's quite interesting now, you know, as I watch the rise of. Um, you know, the kind of the young foodies and everyone getting, you know, really excited about kale a few years ago. And I was thinking <laughs> that's just, you know, it's just, it's so funny because I was writing about that literally 30 years ago <laughs> and only we didn't have social media. We didn't have that big sort of instant spike that you could get. But yeah. there's, there is nothing new, really. It all kind of comes around again. And what I love here is having... I guess the, the sort of the experience and knowledge from, of all those years. But then working with a very young team, you can see, you know, my team here, you know, these guys, average age, probably... 25 i should think and very clued up very techy, very savvy all the things that i'm not <laughs> so we're, we're kind of a balance between mm. the kind of the older and i've got my commercial director like me she's in her 50s um and then we've got you know these kind of bright young things who bring it all to life in a very modern fresh way
1: yeah, i keep thinking i would have loved to work for you like before i did this this is a perfect <laughs> sort of company it's <laughs> like small exciting you can really get involved well i everything. love that i love
2: having a startup and you know when i first started the beauty company with kim it was just the two of us working together, and we used to describe ourselves as being very nimble and quick, like a you know a little rowing boat in the sea and you can change direction very quickly and then, as a company grows it it by just by definition it gets much bigger and much yeah. more cumbersome, and suddenly you've got a stopping distance of like you know two miles like a big ocean going tanker yeah and if you want to change tack or, or you know it, it's a much bigger deal to have to do that and so I love the fact that we are small and fast and, mm. you know, like you guys, you know, you can be really responsive to something that happens. Um, you know, we were going to do a whole load of stuff about sun care this week and then it started to pour with rain. So, you know, <laughs> instantly you kind of switch all that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can do that when you're, when you're fast and quick.
1: So you started Lizelle Beauty 20 years ago. You that say?
2: was uh, 22 years ago. Wow. Yeah, 1995, the company, the beauty company was started wow. and it was actually Kim, my, my great girlfriend, it was her idea. And she had been running John Frieda Haircare and seeing that whole rise of professionals, in that case it was hairdressers, putting their name onto products yeah. and producing professional-type products. So of that era, you had people like John, and then you had Charles Worthington and Daniel Galvin and Trevor Sorby, and you know, before him you had Vidal Sassoon and you know, all these, these names. And she realised that there was this sort of gap in the market because there wasn't really anybody doing that for beauty. And the old names, people like Elizabeth Arden and Helena Rubinstein and Estee Lauder, they weren't, you know, relevant women to today. They, yeah. were, they were the doyens of the past. And so she said, you know, people know you from from TV and from books. Why don't we do this together? And to be honest, I thought it would be a bit of a sideline. You know, I <laughs> it, and <Really>? it just <laughs> it just absolutely flew yeah. and, and took off and we built it into what became, I think, Britain's largest independent beauty brand. And That's then amazing. we sold it. So the company was sold back in 2010 and, uh, and then resold more recently, a couple of years ago to WBA. So it's part of the Boots family. And I stayed on for a while as a global ambassador, but I've, I've now got no connection at all. Mm. So I'm now back focusing on my first love, which is the writing and the publishing and, and doing it to a new audience because we're able to podcast and vlog and YouTube and all those things yeah. that I didn't have 20 years ago when I was first doing it so what
1: an amazing journey and cleanse and polish is such a cult product we recommend it to everyone yeah it's great isn't it oh, yeah. i still use
2: it oh my goodness you go into my bathroom mm. you'll still find it absolutely
0: i think it's really cool how over the years you've embraced things that other people perhaps haven't so like selling on qvc mm. that was that was insane to do yeah. at that time that was one but
2: of the first i think we launched the beauty range on qvc but i mean way before we did any retail or anything like that
0: that was one of the first times you really like appealed yeah. to kind of mass consumers. Yeah,
2: definitely. And I love QVC because there's never any bad news, is there? No. <laughs> you know, everyone's really smiley and friendly and they're going to sell you this lovely product that's going to change it's your life. So convincing. But it it's convincing. It's so personal. But it's it was, good, um, it was you, know? you talking about the product, yeah. right? Imagine yeah.
1: like seeing the founder of a brand talk about how great it's just and so it's personal. And there's no pressure, you yeah. know, there's
2: no sales pressure from going into a store. There's nobody you know making you feel awkward or you know embarrassed about not buying something you know you can sit on your own sofa and watch it in your own time and you know really get someone's measure you know you look down the camera lens and you can talk to somebody and then they can make their own mind up whether they believe you or whether they think that they want to to buy into it and of course because my background was tv anyway so it was a natural fit really so i think that was you're (laughs) cool as a cucumber on live tv (laughs) i love live tv Really? Oh, oh i'm much i don't like filmed really well just because everything you know it takes so long and people (laughs) you know get it wrong and they and someone will say oh I didn't quite catch that can we do that again yeah whereas you know when you're live you you know you your adrenaline's going and everybody you know from camera operators sound technicians everybody just makes it work because you have to because you know you have to so it's much quicker I think it's much more authentic you know I'm, I'm back on this morning doing spots for them again which is live and I'd much rather do that than record anything
0: amazing
1: it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> so you've moved on from Lizard Beauty now and you obviously have so much going on here what There's are the kind of main here. things that you're working on so, at the
2: moment uh, well we do the quarterly magazine yeah. so Lizard Wellbeing so um, you know the beauty company is is great for everything on the outside and I guess Lizard Wellbeing is really looking at what goes on inside because mm. we, we know we make skin from within by feeding it great ingredients so we do a lot of food um, we do a lot about Botanical remedies and herbal medicine, sustainability, very eco. We talk about travel, nice places to go, nice people to follow. We do behind the scenes, so it's uh, you know it's an area where you can just hopefully sit down and have a really good read, and then just get lots of inspiring recipes and ideas. And it's and circulated
1: then... everywhere. I see it everywhere. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, <So> I'm really, <laughs> I'm really <laughs> glad. you well, you
2: have to be part of our team to do the shuffle right okay so do the shuffle is basically if you go into smiths or somewhere <laughs> i probably shouldn't say this but i will anyway <laughs> but and, and, and you see it on the bottom shelf <laughs> we just sort of pick up the copies and do it you know we just sort of pop it you know, <laughs> in, in somebody's eyeline but it is you know it's really growing we're in smiths now and um just gone into marks and spencer's oh, yeah. wow. sainsbury's tesco co-op besom they've just taken it as well waitrose i think are going to start taking it from the end of the summer
0: amazing So yeah it's
2: lovely to see it grow. it's like a new baby growing (laughs) yeah it's just sort
0: of growing and I feel like you've always got one step ahead of the game it's especially when it comes to beauty like your beauty business was always Mm. just one step ahead where do you think that kind of beauty wellness world is heading
2: I think um, everyone's talking about probiotics as as ingredients and again that's something inside and outside so obviously I did a lot of research for the good gut guide And that was very much looking at my favorite thing of the moment, kefir. and We were just talking about this. You've got to get, (laughs) okay, there's a great tutorial on lizellwellbeing.com and that shows you how to make kefir. Everybody should be drinking kefir. A lot of these really hardcore medical um, researchers are looking at, at probiotics and gut health. And then you can also use it on the skin. So you can use things like kefir and live yogurt to rub onto the skin. It's a very good skin brightener. And the skin actually has its own microbial culture on the skin, its own microbiome. So I've always said don't use anything that foams on the face. So I've always, that's, you know, partly why Cleanse and Polish is that lovely cream. Um, And actually foaming things on the face will disrupt your microbes on the skin. So another reason why you need to protect the skin and, you know, you could give it a lovely face pack with live yoghurt once a week. That would really help. And I'm beginning to see more probiotics turning up in skincare. So, but the mm. issue with that is you need to keep them live. So mm. I, I don't know whether we'll start to have, you know, little mini fridges in bathrooms, maybe, so that you can <laughs> keep, keep, keep your little skincare bugs, yeah, bugs going. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think
1: while we're talking about our gut, we should maybe head down to mm-hmm. the kitchen and oh, yeah, talk down it. there. So we're now in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Is this the fake sink? This is the fake sink. <laughs> so don't put anything <laughs> down this sink. It looks completely <laughs> real though. you never know. Yeah, no, you
2: see, I can, I can pull it out it's here. Got and then It's got drawers underneath wow. it filled with all our well-being ingredients so just rows and rows of spices and herbs and we wanted to have a little sneaker on your drawers and fridge (laughs) so (laughs) this is fascinating so there we go and then we've got um what can i show i can show you the contents of my fridge so we do a lot of um fermenting so again from recipes from the good gut guide we were all testing and everything here so we've got all our sauerkraut and kimchi and pickles and there's some fermented apricots going on in the back um, we'll find, you've yeah, you got bottles of wine, obviously, because <laughs> antioxidants, but then you've also got homemade cordials and oh, that looks like an organic cider, um, kombucha. Big fan of kombucha. So this is a really nice one. Um, the Lutres brand, that's a rose hip kombucha, but we also make our own. So what is it exactly? For so, those who don't know. Okay, so com- kombucha <laughs> is, um, you make it from, they call it a SCOBY and it looks a little bit like a pancake and you feed it it's a living culture okay so you what? feed it in a basin with um, sweet black tea and it basically ferments into a non-alcoholic almost like a cider vinegary type flavor and do you want to try some you can try yeah. some of this if you like that so th- this like will flubber.
1: I <laughs> mean I, I watched okay the, I watched the video of you making it and at the point where you you lifted it and put it in like it was alive, that did start to freak me out a little bit. <laughs> it <laughs> is slightly alive. <laughs> nice so I think this will
2: will this go oh yeah, I'm there we go. You can hear the fizz. This. So this is the rose hit one. And you can you can flavor it with all sorts. And you'll see it on um on sale. It, you know, there are lots of different companies uh, there's a company called Yar Kombucha um, based in the East End. There you go. That's the it's a pretty Thank pinky you. colour.
0: We've never done this before. This is like a live tasting. Live taste. tasting. Well, <laughs> I promise you, we'll card. just sip it slowly because it's, it's slightly, slightly Cheers. sort
2: of vinegary. Cheers. But what
1: I oh, like doing smells, is
2: serving though. it warm, uh, so cold rather in the su- in the summer on a warm night and having it instead
1: of wine. Oh wow, mm, thoughts. Yeah, it's quite like pickled, it's like. Pickled onion crisps coming through. <laughs> mm, okay, cheese, cheese and pickle crisps. I think
0: it's like the San Pellegrino, <laughs> it's the lemon, like the fizzy mm. lemon. That
2: Again, than it, onion um, it, is, it is slightly vinegary, sort of sweety, fizzy vinegary, mm. um, but it does become quite addictive. It and tastes I
0: think better than it smells. Good. That's a sure, Lovely I aftertaste
2: think. as
1: well. Mm. Yeah, it does taste better than it smells.
2: But if you could imagine it on a hot evening, chilled in a wine glass just yeah. before supper, just to get your digestive juices going. Yeah, this is nice. good for our gut. Super good for your gut. Yeah, so kefir in the morning, kombucha in the evening.
1: Have you always <laughs> been into <laughs> cooking?
2: Yeah, I, I think I have always cooked. I mean, I, I find cooking very therapeutic, mm-hmm. so it's my switch off. I love that whole act of growing food and you know, even when I had a, you know, no garden, I would always grow in a window box or grow herbs or have a little tomato plant in the kitchen or whatever. And that whole act of making something that you know is quite nourishing and quite nurturing, and then sitting down with a group of friends or family and serving it and having other people enjoy it—you mm. know—I think that is a, there's a tremendous kind of bond. Mm. experience that comes from that and it's very satisfying you know and, and you think about all the different things that you can cook you know whether you're chopping or slicing or spiralizing or kneading dough or s- mixing a cake or something like that you know th- those acts in even in themselves are therapeutic and you can be quite mindful about how you go about doing it and at the end of the day you get a, a great tasting result and you know what you're eating, so it's not coming out of an unidentified packet.
0: So what else do you like to do to relax? Um,
2: well, we live on a farm. So when I'm not here in London, I'm down in the West Country. So we're down just past Stonehenge. And we're really lucky because we've got fields and we, we go for walks and we you know walk just generally around country lanes and um i've got dogs down there so you know getting out is really important and there's a huge connection and they've proved it scientifically but i think we kind of knew it anyway that mental health is improved by being outside Mm. and you sleep better even if you don't actually do anything just the very act of being outside for some some reason it triggers something in our brain that helps us to get better quality sleep so i do try and get outside um and I love foraging. So, you know, recently in the spring, we've had wild garlic. So I've been out collecting wow. wild garlic wild and making garlic. wild garlic pesto, which is really oh. easy to make. And then you can just make jars of it and keep it in the in the cupboards for the rest of the year. Sounds amazing. Um, and then I just look forward to the change in the seasons. I yeah. love seasons. And it, so I suppose in a way, maybe that's why my magazine is seasonal, spring, summer, autumn, winter. Because yes. each season brings in a new set of foods At the moment, we've got um, asparagus growing on the farm and we've got beans and tomatoes are beginning to come in. And, you know, so you you eat seasonally.
1: I think over the past like five years, there's been so many new trends when it comes to eating and diets and things. And I think what I really like about you and what we were chatting to you about last time we met Mm. is that you're very much about like farm to table and just balance. You've kind of avoided extreme diets. You know,
2: I think one of the, I'm slightly... I never feel terribly fashionable, you know, because I'm, I'm never really very, you know, on trend or whatever, the, the on fleek, whatever the words <laughs> are. I'm, trying, so I'm really trying, struggling here as a 50-something to say the right words. But um, so I guess that's, you know, that's, I always feel that's a slight disadvantage. But the upside of that is that you're never out of fashion. Mm. You know, I think there's a real danger exactly. if you're too of the moment. By definition, you're not going to be of the moment in six months or a year's time. So, you know, I do like to build it slow and build it strong and think about longevity. So and what has been really heartening for me is to go back and reread some of the early books that I wrote 25 years ago on juicing, for example. And I thought everything would have moved on and changed, but actually so much of it was the same. Yeah. You know, modern science is proving some of the, the things that we thought were folklore or just sort of instinctive back then. So there's been a lot more research, which is really nice. But a lot of it is the same. And I think, you know, if you're going to live well, you have to be practical. And, you know, I do have kids and I do work and, you know, have relationships and older parents and, you know, all the kind of struggles that we all face. And if you are too strict and and impractical, it's never going to work, is it? Whereas if you say to somebody, look, it's really easy to have a splash of kefir on your cornflakes and it'll make you feel better. You know, I mean, everybody can do that. That's accessible. It's inexpensive. It's easy. I'm a great one for adding things in. I Don't really like giving things up, but I I do (laughs) like adding good things in and finding the easy way. Um, And I've seen it with my own kids. You know, if you don't make it accessible and tasty and easy, they, they just won't do it. So I've had to find strategies to get them enthused. The yeah, apple crisps. The apple oh, crisps. I love <laughs> those. <laughs> They're, great. They're so delicious, yeah.
1: <laughs> We're going to head upstairs to your bedroom mm, area. This is my bedroom. Um,
2: well, it's sort of bedroom kind of breakout room because i've got a sofa and little chairs here and because it's quite padded if i'm doing a podcast then i will often do it up here because the sound quality is quite good it's very quiet and you can see we've got sound blankets here that we kind of put around and then just off there there's this little mezzanine layer where the light is amazing because it comes in from the north and the east with these big artists open windows
1: it is amazing the with light. a
2: big mirror that i put in from a, a hollywood um film supplier so when you touch it it illuminates all the way around and it's rather scary because Ooh. it's <laughs> <laughs> you can really see every floor mm. and then a couple of hair and makeup stations so if we're shooting for the magazine doing beauty tu- tutorials something like that then this is where we can do it with really nice light and then we can use it you can see my wardrobe is out on display and lots of props we've got all the hats that are going on at the moment and ironing boards and steamers and <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's, it's such uh, a lovely
0: place would you say this is where you come to relax at the end of the day yeah so
2: I've got, I've got my bed here which is just tucked away behind curtains so I can just sort of pull those back tucked away um, quiet And I just love the the piece. It's, you know, we're in the middle of London and yet, you know, you can't hear anything.
1: You can't hear anything. You also can't find this place. We had to follow. Uh, Yeah, I have to give you a map. I have to give you a real kind of little
2: secret (laughs) treasure trove map to find it.
1: How do you balance like work, personal life? Have have you ever had maternity leave or have you literally worked through all five children? (laughs) Um, Do you know,
2: I did have maternity leave for my last one because I I had a, a, a late baby and I was nearly 48 when I had him. So it was a real surprise. I, you know, to be honest, he wasn't planned. <laughs> he, he's fantastic. I'm so glad. He's definitely a gift. He was, you know, meant to be, but he wasn't. Um, he was an unexpected blessing, if we put it <laughs> that way. And so, with him, um, it was at a time when the beauty company had just been sold, and I was just working out what I was going to do with the next stage of my life. And he did actually give me that kind of break and that punctuation point and I remember my husband saying at the time he said look you know with all your other children you've worked so hard you've worked through it this you know he's yours to enjoy for a bit and mm-hmm. I did actually have three months on the farm with him as a tiny baby and that was a very special time I felt really fortunate to have that because I think with the others and again when you're working from home it's very difficult isn't it because you never truly switch off
0: don't have uh, that separation you, it's
2: not like you're going back to work and no. suddenly you know thankfully you know you don't have to have that you know commute or whatever but it also means that you never stop um so I probably only had you know a few weeks off with each one you know <sighs> if that even because oh gosh. you just sort of carry on don't you you know, mm. you know at what point do you I mean you obviously you're going to reply to the odd email or text message and and yet that's work isn't it your brain yeah. is still having to gear up Definitely, um, to think about things, and I think you know we do as women having children. In my experience, it took me a good year or so for my brain to settle back, you know, but get rid of the sort of baby hormones, the baby and, brain, yeah, the baby <laughs> brain, and you kind of come out of it and you go, God, that's where I was for the last, you know, twelve months. Not, not, n- it wasn't. I wasn't thinking straight. It was just I was thinking differently. Mm. Yeah, and there's a different, a different kind of clarity that that comes and goes. With hormones and I'm now seeing that at at the other end of the spectrum you know going through menopause and I'm you know researching and writing about that for next year and that again is a similar time when because our our hormones as women they govern so much of how we think and our clarity and our state of mind Um, and getting that hormone balance right is really important. So it's um, these little things like these little hormones and these little microbes in our gut. You know, they are literally controlling how we look and how we feel. <laughs> they can. And we need to, you know, get one up on them by yeah. feeding them the right things and having the right health strategies to make it better.
0: Definitely. Would you say here's a question for you to wrap things up? Would you say you're a city girl? or a country girl at
2: heart? Do you know, it's really <laughs> hard to answer that. I would have to be both. I would really? have to be, yeah. I guess you kind of do. Because I am. I feel really fortunate. I would never want to leave the city. I love being in London, and I love any kind of big city. Actually, you know, I love the arts and being able to go to see really, you know, way out shows or really interesting restaurants. And you know, I remember when you know sushi first started, and everyone was they going to these weird little Japanesey places. And you know, you don't get that in the middle of the countryside. But to be able to withdraw, and I think for me, what I I love is being able to see the horizon, because that's something you don't get in a city. You know there's always something there but if you can actually get to a space um and just spend some time just looking at the horizon and watching the sunrise or the sunset i think that is incredibly calming and re-energizing and then it just sets me up for the rest of the week
1: well, you'd be so relaxed and very <laughs> very inspiring like we, me and anna both work for ourselves so it's really nice to be able to like see i feel like you've just got the perfect balance um so yeah I feel very inspired I
0: feel very inspired I promise I'm going to make some apple crisps when I get (laughs) home (laughs) don't forget (laughs) your kefir yeah my kefir as well (laughs) and a bit of green juice thank you so much for having us so lovely to have you. have
2: you. you thank you
1: So, guys, that was At Home With Liz Earle. I really, really enjoyed recording that episode. You do want to fill up your fridge with healthy foods now, don't you? Yeah, I want that that (laughs) yogurt stuff that she recommended. The yogurt stuff, the kombucha. Like, we did our first taste test. How cool was that? She was so kind. She signed some books as well, her gut guide. I really can't wait to look through that. Yeah, she signed one for Lily's mum as well, which was the sweetest (laughs) thing (laughs)
0: ever. But please make sure you're subscribed to At Home With. You can do that on Acast or on iTunes. We really appreciate it.
1: And please, guys, don't forget to rate this episode, give us a little review if you can because that's how we can reach so many more people and let everyone know about our podcast. Speaking of which, I have
0: a uh, a comment here to read. Ooh, there's actually no name. It's just from two crowns. There's oh. two crown emojis, and it says, "Perfect listening for commutes. Funny, interesting, and easy to follow. Makes my Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday <laughs> makes my Wednesday bus." <laughs>
1: <laughs> At home with Anna learning how to read. Start again. It's really small.
0: Makes my Wednesday bus to work so much better. Oh,
1: thank you, Two Crowns. Thank
0: you, Two Crowns. That is so <laughs> nice. Remember to also watch this back on Acast if you want to see the photos because there were some good ones.
1: Yeah. If you'd like to follow Anna and I on social media, Anna is at the Anna Edit. I'm at Lily Pebbles. We're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube,
0: everywhere. And At Home With is produced by Sam Shatabi and the sound is by Adam Durbridge.
1: There you go. That's all for this week. We'll see you next Wednesday. With a brand new At Home With. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Bye.